This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. a Thursday here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the Steelers putting out their practice report for today. And, well, Kenny Pickett limited again today. Yeah, right. Uh, we also had the opportunity to talk to uh, Matt Canada earlier. Okay. And he was asked, obviously, a lot of questions about the quarterback situation. Of course, of course. And um, kind of as I thought, um, you get Mason Rudolph – some snaps this week because well Mason Rudolph hasn't gotten any snaps yeah at all in right. the offense this year uh you know being the number three quarterback hasn't seen any playing time and as as uh, Canada said today look if we get into a situation like we had last week where the quarterback gets hurt five snaps into the game it's important kind of a big deal if your your backup who in this case would be Mason Rudolph has some kind of hasn't didn't take his last snap in our offense Back in August. <laughs> yeah, right. So, reading between the lines, it seems like the controversy's over. You yeah. know, that Pickett's probably not going to play. Right. Trubisky's probably going to start. Rudolph is then the two. And then your point is extremely valid of, I think what people lost their mind over yesterday is, he's taking 50% of the starting snaps. Did anyone actually chart that or know? No. I mean, I mean no. and you're, the, the key here is, to your point, is... The last real practice that Mason Rudolph has had as the Steelers starting quarterback. As the, or as, as the backup. Or as the backup. I yeah. mean, like with the offense game plan or not even game plan. I mean, with, with the, the offense running Steelers stuff was in Latrobe? Yeah, or, you three know, months or, ago. <laughs> right, right. So it, you got to get him ready. Yeah. It, his, it makes all the sense in the world. His entire season has been spent running stuff off the other team's Cards or cards, whatever. right? Yeah, and mental work in the in the position room, you right? Know? I mean, with the team. So to, to be fair to Mason Rudolph, and, and hey, let's let's say you know Mitch Trubisky goes out there and throws two interceptions in the first half again. He might have a short leash. That's he might possible, they might right? be a right, short right. leash. So right. yeah, you better have Kenny. Uh, you better have Mason Rudolph ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, any number two has to be extremely the coaching ready. malpractice if he didn't. Right, right. I mean, imagine. All you people that are critical of Tomlin this week about why would he even consider this? Let's say Mitch gets hurt on the first series, Rudolph comes in, stinks, and they interview him after, and like, well, I didn't practice at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what'd you do? What, I didn't get any snaps. This I didn't week. get any snaps this yeah. week. I haven't practiced in months. Oh well, that makes sense, Mason. Thanks. And then <laughs> and then everyone kills Tomlin for it. Like, what are you doing? Because that would be terrible. That would be again coaching malpractice. That's, yes. That would be the that that's kind of the uh, the definition of such. That's why you practice. It is kind of a big deal, right? 
Uh, looking at the the rest of the Steelers. Injury yeah, I haven't report. seen it yet. Uh, Josh Jack, uh, Josh Jackson with an ankle injury did not practice today. They moved indoors today. Did they? So I don't know if that had played any factor in some of these guys not practicing mm-hmm. or not. Um, Maybe an ankle guy would be different. Yeah, you know, right. Deontay Johnson practiced yesterday but didn't practice today because of a hip. I wonder if that Maybe. could be something. Maybe. You Maybe. don't want him in there running on the the harder turf and you know aggravating that more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Sutton was back. He has that neck yeah, stinger. Yeah. He didn't uh, practice yesterday. Didn't, he was limited yesterday. Limited. Was okay. full today. Good. Uh, Najee Harris, also full today after being okay. uh, a DMP yesterday. I knew we'd have a lot of concerns with those guys. Yeah. You're not real concerned about Deontay either, right? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. no. Uh, Miles Jack with the groin injury did not practice. That okay. one's a little more yeah, concerning. Yeah, that's a little now. hairy. Yeah. I mean, his snap counts have been going down. Um, I know he has a somewhat of a knee that's been around his whole life, and now he has something else. It's a little eh, just raising an eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat Fryermuth with the foot did not practice. That one doesn't surprise me at all. Again, mm-hmm. you're indoors. He's got a foot issue. Um, no reason to to stress that out now. I would expect him to at least be limited tomorrow. Okay, and then be ready to go on Sunday. Cam Hayward was given a day off for rest, and then Larry Ogunjobi with that toe yeah. uh, did not practice again today. Again, that's been a kind of an ongoing thing the last few weeks where he doesn't practice, doesn't practice, then practices Friday mm-hmm. and plays. Yeah, he's a tough eval. I mean, because I think that there's been something for quite a while there with him. I mean, we've have we seen a true healthy Ogan Joby in a Steelers stretch? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, even when they signed him, he was coming off an injury, and you know, took a little while to get acclimated. And so he's a tough eval for the off season. I mean, I assume he'll play in this game. He's going to need to. I mean, in this yeah. game. You're going to have big people on the field a lot. Yeah, I mean, they love bringing In fact, in you might need six defensive linemen all at the same time. You're right. <laughs> against the Arby's package. You're going to be right, playing, right. yeah, you're going to be playing, you know, as, as uh, Ter- Terrell Austin called it, said today, uh, they'll play goal line in the middle of the field. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there, there's no mystery to this team at all because they have a pretty deep offensive line. They can only really play it one way. They'll often bring in a sixth. Sometimes they'll bring in a seventh. Sometimes they bring in an eighth. Yeah. <laughs> That's the RB package. And in those right. packages, I mean, you're you're going to play goal line defense. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean, you'll have maybe a corner on the field. Maybe. I mean, what's interesting to me if is... If they've got eight... And a quarterback. And a quarterback. That's and nine. Some kind of ball carrier. Yeah, that's ten. You might only have one <laughs> wide receiver on the field. Is it going to be Tremble with them? Or is it going to be DJ Moore? Like, at least one guy. So, who, who is it? Is it going to be a fullback? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, they can bring Derek Brown in and match you even more. You know, so, yeah, that that's an interesting situation. Like, who's that 11th guy in the RB package? Yeah, but, uh, we have the meat. <laughs> yeah, right. So, there's not a lot of mystery with this team. Uh, looking at the Panthers injury report, uh, linebacker Brandon Smith did not practice again today. He's got an ankle. Uh, linebacker Joel Ianbuinie. Yeah, he's depth guy. Yeah, depth guy he, with the shoulder. He was a full participant today. Corey Littleton, another one of their outside backers, mm-hmm. limited again today with a uh, an ankle. DJ Moore with the ankle, a full participant. Yeah. Lavishka Chenault with the shoulder, a limited participant, and then Xavier Woods, uh, safety with the ankle injury, was limited for the second consecutive day. So they're not in too bad of shape, all in all. Yeah. I mean, right. they, they got their guys. Uh, I would, watching last week's game, I thought DJ Moore might not be around for this one, but it sounds like he's good to go. The rest of them aren't all that consequential to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, they have all their linemen. Uh, I think this is a really tough matchup for the Steelers. I think it is. I, I do think that, you know, if you stop the run, and again, when I say stop the run, 
they're going to get 100 yards. You said that yesterday. Yeah, they're right. going to get their 100 yards. Mm-hmm. By stopping the run, maybe you give up two first downs. That's your but, saying. Yeah. But then you get a, a, a run stop that puts them behind the chains. It makes it it's second and, and 11. Yeah. And then they get four yards, and it's so then it's third and seven, and that's where you stop the Carolina Panthers. That's what I was to say is – I'm not so so worried about what are the final run numbers or yards per carry. I almost might just chart how many third and longs did he get him in yeah. throughout the course of the day. That's the thing, and they still might run a draw. Yeah. <laughs> and they still might. But I dump want it this team, or, you know, I want this team in third and five or longer, forty percent of the time. If you, you can know, do something that, like that. Yeah. right, right, right. If you yeah. can do that, you're going to you're going to have success against. That's them. really not what they want to be. Yeah. You know, with any which way, shape, or form. Um, the reason I think it's a hard game, though, is. We know the steel run defense has struggled, and I think three really physical games in a row, this one on the road against massive run teams, might be even more challenging each time, you know what I mean? Because you just did it the last time, you did it this time. And we've seen the Steelers not have great success, quote, stopping the run. But I also think defensively, this team is better when they don't have their biggest people on the field. You know, like... Warmly's injury, I didn't think much of. I'm like, oh, Leal and Loudermoke get a bump, great. Hey, you'd like to have Warmly against eight offensive linemen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, all of a sudden, and that means more Spillane. That means more both the nose tackles. You know, like, guys that should be playing 10 snaps might be playing 25 again. And the Wallaces and KZs that are one of your best 11 might be on the sideline. Here's what we don't know about this Carolina Panthers team. Will they, much like the Atlanta team has done mm-hmm. this year, if they get down two touchdowns? What will they do? What will they do? Will they get out of what they like to do, or will they continue to do that? We right, don't right, know right. that about them, per se. Hey, Sam, bring us back. Yeah. Or is it going to be... We need a quick score here. Yeah, so. yeah, I bet they just lean towards run, run, run. But can the Steelers get up two scores? Like, I don't like how their defense sets up against the Steelers at all. I mean... I look at this defense and think, boy, they're really weak at the slot. Their other pass rushers besides Burns aren't so great. But, like, they're Friermuth people. Um, Chin, both those linebackers are really good. Yeah, I really like their outside corners. Well, those are the three best weapons the Steelers have. And yeah. I, I think Derek Brown's a real problem for Mason Cole stylistically. And I think Brown's a much better player than people realize. And I think Brian Burns versus Moore is the biggest mismatch on the field. Yeah. You know, I, I just think it's not a great matchup for the Steelers. I do think, you know, just looking at the, this Panthers team, that you can run at them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Controlling Brown's the key. Yeah. Another thing they do while you, while you look that, that up is on third downs, they play with three defensive ends in Brown. Like, he's yeah. the only big people on the field in their – you know, not third and ones, of course, but I mean, like passing downs, they like to bring in Haynes as like a NASCAR package, but with one dump truck on there. You know what I right, mean? Right. <laughs> and I think maybe you can have success against that run the ball. Despite their heavy run numbers mm-hmm. this year, they're allowing 120, almost 130 yards rushing per game. Yes. Four and a half yards per carry per game. Mm-hmm. And that's after playing that Seattle team. That had no running game. That had no running game, right, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so I, I do think that you can run the ball and run the ball effectively mm-hmm. against these guys. So if you – I mean, just looking at it here, Cleveland ran for 217 against them. Yeah. No, I would think that is the game plan is 
Najee's going to get a lot of touches. Yeah. Uh, the 49ers ran for 153. The Falcons ran for 167. The Bengals ran for 241. And they can do it any way they want. Yeah. That, that was their game plan, right? 241. Wow. Uh, 138 in the rematch with the Falcons. The Ravens got 115 on them. Was but, that the mix-in five touchdown game? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that, okay. Was against yeah, yeah. This, that was against these guys. The Broncos got 121 against them. They don't do anything and they, against yeah, anybody, they, right? So – I, I do think you can run the ball effectively against mm-hmm. these guys, especially because you have the outside threats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I want to see is they'll have, they'll have J.C. Horn follow. I say he is a following guy. I think that, I think if I were them, I would put him on Pickens. I think he matches really? up well with Pickens. Okay. I like both their outside corners a lot, though. I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they got a steal in that Henderson trade. They're both extremely talented. Horn's the better player, and he's the one that follows the ones. Like he followed Sutton recently. Yeah. You know, I Again, was a bigger uh, receiver. I yeah, think, I, know. I think you put him on the downfield guy. Mm-hmm. And I was I was assuming it would be Deontay because most people treat him as the one, rightfully so. That's kind of changed a little bit more in recent weeks. Yeah, I, I, there is a changing. And then, and then I thought, well, maybe they just don't follow this game. They just left and right it and keep it easier. That could be else. too. But in which case, I think it's a key to the game, though. Yeah, I do. Th- I do too. Right. And, and I th- I like. Uh, I like Deontay Johnson's matchup against any of those guys with his ability. Stylistically, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a little smaller, you know, race car type guy. Yeah, first round pick type body types, right. six one long arms, four four flat. Those type of dudes. I mean, which that's all good. Yeah. <laughs> you like, <laughs> you like all those that. things, but yeah, yeah. They're but not. that's one of the things that makes Deontay Johnson so dangerous is that he's shiftier and he can beat that. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I see. I see what you're saying there. I just assumed Horn would follow Deontay, but maybe that's not the case. But it, it is one of my keys to the game. I mean, yeah, that, that will that. be one of the interesting things to keep an eye on here. Um, I mean, if, if I were them, that's what I would do, mm-hmm. just because I think Horn's a physical player, and I want to beat Pickens up a little bit and see oh, how yeah. he handles it. Yeah, he's a, a year older in the league and yeah. you know, kind of has a little bit more tricks. Horn's trade. probably faced George Pickens, too. I was say, they must have a familiarity together, yeah. too. I mean, they're about the same age in the SEC, and they're both stars. You know, I mean, I'm yeah. sure that they've crossed paths. Without a doubt. And it probably many passing camps and things like that as well. You know, I mean, they know who each other are. Yeah. You know who each yeah. other are. Yeah. That, it's just funny how that works with some of those guys. Like, mm-hmm. I can't remember. I'm trying to think of who it was now. And it didn't matter who you brought up to him. He knew that guy. Really? Uh, I'm trying to think of who it was. A these stealer guys, from five or six, maybe even a little bit longer than that. Well, these off ago. seasons, they're all, I mean, they share agents. They're, yeah. I mean, they're all texting each but other. He knew, uh, he, it might have been Plexico Burris. Like, really? he knew everybody in the league. Wow. Everybody. Like, I remember him when he was 16, type yeah. of thing. Okay. Like, I saw him. I, this guy, we went to the same passing camp. That guy, we, you know, uh, okay. Very <laughs> we worked out in the off season. Like, he just knew everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Um, what do you think about Trubisky in this game? Going, going back to Carolina, yeah. Um, I what I don't want to see from Trubisky is him going back to playing it too safe. That's kind of what I was going with too. Like the obvious answer is, what do you think about Trubisky? Well, don't throw three interceptions, right? But I don't also want check down, check down, check down on third and right. eight either. I mean, I, I mean, again, I liked the way they were moving the football last week against a good defense. I think it might have been the best movement and efficiency of the offense. They won three year. and out. They won three and out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that was on the series that Pickett, Pickett didn't come back after that one. He was concussed. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I I know this is a, a huge asterisk, but I saw her, her listening to someone today that was a national guy. It's not a Steeler person. He's like, I was just kind of watching the Steeler game, thinking, is Trubisky good or bad? And in my post game podcast, I said, I don't know if I should put Mitch in the upper downs. 
Obviously, you should put him in the downs because the three interceptions was crucial. So this guy goes, I'm going to pull the three interceptions out of his EPA. He was like a top five quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, it was really, really good. He was attacking. And yeah, right, he right. made some great passes. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of the best passes we've seen from a Steelers quarterback all year long. Exactly. And aggressive. But, I mean, I didn't think, boy, he got away with that one. I mean, yeah. it, he was, yes, he was overly aggressive in the whole scheme of things with those three. But I didn't think, wow, he got lucky he didn't get that one picked and that one picked and that one picked. You know, so if he can play like that with one turnover, yeah, you're going to put up points. Yeah, again, and again, the key is putting up points against mm-hmm. these. Don't play this to be a 17-16 game. Yeah. Play this like, you. hey, we got to score in the 20s here. Put the pressure on them mm-hmm. because they don't want to play that way for sure. I'm you've, got a- the, you've got the quarterback advantage no matter who starts. I'm getting a little superstitious with whoever scores first wins in Steelers games because <laughs> it's just getting too weird. Yeah. And I keep harping on it. But even to that point, I think I want the ball. You know, like if you win the coin flip, I might want the ball and say, hey, Mitch, go be aggressive. Go put some points on yeah, the board. Yeah, go be aggressive. And, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to harness you here. If we get up, I'm, we might reel it in a little. But go be aggressive. And if you, we can get up 7 nothing on these guys – or ten nothing, or 14, I still like to know? get the ball coming out of the side. I prefer half. that ninety nine percent of the time. You know what I mean. But. And it, by the same token, if you if you don't win the toss, or if you you win the toss and you give them the ball and you go out there and shut them down mm-hmm. and get field position. Well, now, now, you're, now, taking, now you're talking yeah. right, right, right. I mean, if you feel like defensively you can go out there and and, and stop these guys, mm-hmm. which again I, I just look at their at their offense. Did you see the first quarter, fourth quarter stuff I sent yeah. you to? Yeah. It's bizarro. You know, and the Steelers are kind of strange too. Like yeah. the Steelers allow, I think it's five point three off the top of my head, points per first quarter, five point three points per fourth quarter, which is really bad for first quarter defense, but really good for fourth, which right. just shows you how this league and my theory of fourth quarter defense is dead. <laughs> well, the, the Panthers are the opposite. Panthers shut down, shut the door on people in the first quarter, and then the first fourth quarter they're horrific. But they also don't score in the first. And quarter. then, and then the, but they don't compliment <laughs> it at all. Like they're after the first they, quarter, it's like they, one nothing. They're like one point three points per game yeah. in the first quarter. Yeah, I mean, so like when the for, first quarter ends, it's like two nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's on one average, thing right. that the Steelers nobody will ever want to give Matt Canada the credit. Mm-hmm. But they've they've been pretty consistent putting points on the board on their opening drive over the last two months. I say not the very maybe beginning not have of the touchdown season, every right. time, but they they at least get a field goal on that yeah, opening yeah, yeah. drive. Yeah, they are, and that gets overlooked because that was a big criticism. Oh yeah, but I hear no one saying, "Oh, but that's gotten better." Yeah, nobody yeah. ever talks about stuff like that. I know. Yeah. yeah, I think we try to do a good job of. Man, I was critical of that, but it got better. Or. Yeah. Man, I gave him a lot of credit for that, and it's not fixed. You know, things right. change very fast in this Absolutely. week to week, or you know, let alone month to month. I mean, and and I told you this. I mean, like when I do that stat pack, and Carolina's as good an example as anyone. Their offense was so bad. Like yeah. time of possession numbers was was the one that stood out. Like they are, I think twenty eighth in time of possession. <laughs> but they had the ball for thirty nine minutes last week, and over like the last three or four weeks, they've had it tons. They yeah. must have been so horrific in the first month of the season, which they were, that they still can't dig out of that hole. Yeah. But, but they're I more mean, like this team than that. The, team. the Steelers were more were very much the same way. Yeah, in absolutely. The first month they they, they couldn't, were the worst. Yeah, they couldn't possess the football early in the season, and then but they did dig out of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, in terms of the whole league, you know, the whole season to date. It, it's it's just, yeah, it's just just a fascinating um, clash of style. It's not even a clash of styles. It's almost the same style. 
I, I feel like it's Groundhog Week, though, I yeah. mean, in terms of the opponents. And, and they run the ball, they run the ball, stop the run, stop the run, <laughs> you know, make them throw. Yeah. yeah. It's a little crazy, three in a row. I mean, these might be the three most run-centric teams right now. I mean, I'm not sure if they're yeah. top Did three. Did I mention the, the, that the uh, Panthers ran the ball 46 times last week? 46. <laughs> 46 is a yeah. lot. And the passes are at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. I mean, they're like long handoffs. Yeah. So... I look at that, the you know the one issue is particularly in, on defense that the Steelers have had this year is is giving up the big plays in the passing game. In the passing game, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be shocked if they do that. I'd be shocked. They don't even take shots. Right. They don't even try. I mean, they <laughs> might be like, well, we need to take two yeah. play action. Do they bombs come out like DJ the Falcons Moore? and right, say, right, you know, right, right, right? Uh, hey, the Fal- you know, let's but come our out guy and can't to... complete those, yeah. and you know, right? <laughs> or do, yeah. Do they realize that the mm-hmm. Falcons didn't? The Falcons didn't. I mean, the Falcons. Misplayed the first half. Yes, well, I mean they, they the, the hand they were dealt. They tried to de- overshoot. You know, uh, will Carolina make that excuse or not, or make that uh, same mistake or not, or will they take a play action shot and hit it? You know. So here's the thing: if you take that shot and don't hit it, right, you give up the down. Mm-hmm. For this team, I don't know if they can give up a down. They can't have zero gains, right? Because they don't have explosive runs, either. right? That's that's I mean, the everything's thing. you know running three yards, the wall. four right, yards, right, right, three right. yards, Cloud four yards. Up. I mean it's. Michigan, Ohio State in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you take a shot on second and six, and now it's third and six. You just lost the. No, you you can't afford to lose anything. Yeah. You can't that's why you're backwards. You can't get zeros. That's why you're converting. What is it like twenty eight percent of their third downs? Brutal. I mean, it's awful. Yeah. Twenty point seven percent of their third downs. That's. I mean, Steelers are like double that right that's now. That's ridiculously yeah. bad. It's unbelievably bad. Yeah. And you would think they're not in that many third and longs. Yeah. Because they do get three and four consistently. They don't get eight and nine, but they get three and four. So, yeah, it should be interesting. Yeah. Um, fascinating to watch. I, I think, you know, if you're the Steelers, you got to try to put the game in Sam Darnold's hands. Have to. Have to, have to, have to. The other side of the ball might worry me more, though. I mean, a lot of those matchups I don't love for the Steelers. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why they play the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And you can subscribe to SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports, is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New podcast drop every Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe today. It's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back with more right after this.